Aloha, this is your mean squirrel, here with a quick disclaimer. This podcast contains explicit content and parental discretion is advised. So no bitching if you fucking get offended by anything. Thank you. Thank you very much. And then we have the boning turtles. Probably our favorite thing of the intro. Everybody else loves her little content warning. We love the bony turtles. You know that that's what that little sound is in the back, right? I didn't get to hear anything. You don't oh, get to hear anything? Me? Oh, well. But the theme song that's before everything? Of course. You know that that's a turtle having sex? With the croc? That little, yeah. Yeah. Somebody remixed yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Somebody made a trap yeah, remix. <laughs> I don't want. I don't even want to ask what <laughs> enticed them to get that turtle humping video. I... Dude, those little tortoises—they're the horn—they're horn dogs. Dude, if you walked out and saw a tortoise boning something and making that sound, would you not whip out your camera and film it for for posterity? You know. I probably would. I probably would too. <laughs> get his drone, do like I'd a 360 like, all around him. I might. <laughs> oh my goodness. By the way, what, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Squirrel Tangent. We are here again for yet another couple of episodes or whatever. We got uh, our actually our very first Patreon supporter with us today. We got Chris the Crazy Ooh, Cat Dude. One. Yeah, you are the very first one. <laughs> And nice. uh, thanks for having me. Uh, hey, it's a pleasure. We we actually I've actually wanted to have you on the show a lot longer before this. So, well, now we get the chance. Um, yeah, we were trying to fit something in there when I was in Vegas and it just didn't work out. It was just kind of busy that time. Yeah. And see, now, <laughs> no, now, now y'all were getting on me before I hit the record button about my <laughs> notifications. And then you get a ding. <laughs> what was that? Me? That, that was, was you. you. <laughs> that must be uh yeah that must be behind the scenes here oops <laughs> I, <laughs> I guilty as charged so so oh. we we introduce him as actually chris the crazy cat dad because um he's he's kind of a cat fanatic and he does a lot actually um to help out with no kill animal shelters uh very specifically with cats I mean, how many how many cats have you fostered or like? God. Well, um, last year we had 107 cats, and we got 97 of them adopted out. And then uh, this year, I think I've lost count, but I think we're well over 80 already. Um, and a lot of those are really sick. Uh, ones off the street, ones with injuries, eyes popping out, legs broken, all that kind of stuff. So. I just got a real compassion for uh, the ones who don't have voices for themselves and can't help themselves. And, you know, Hawaii is a rough place to grow up. So, um, yeah. especially on the streets and for a cat. And here's Mr. Luke. <laughs> on cue. Right now, right on and, cue. And, you know, and the thing a lot of people might not know about Hawaii, because, I, yeah, we do have a lot of listeners in Hawaii, but we also have a lot in Vegas and other other places. Um, well, I don't know about a lot, but we have hit over a thousand listens, by the way. Yeah. Um. They, in Vegas, they have their local ASPCA. There's another one called Street Cats. I can't remember the other ones because I got upset. Because remember that one tuxedo <laughs> that, that we were telling you about, Luna, that we wanted to find her a home because she was trying to come in our door and she had already been chipped and chipped and snipped. And was supposed to be a part of the feral community in the park right behind our our um, complex. But because they were abandoned in one of the units, they came. They all came back in because that's all they remembered. Because the owner of the unit didn't take them to the ASPCA, didn't take them anywhere, just dumped them outside. Dumped them, yeah. Yeah. So they didn't know anywhere yeah. to go. And so they came back in and this one, she was, she, oh, I wanted her so bad. But you seen the, 
the the air who the the and who haired Tita earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, she ninja bum rushed that poor tuxedo baby like she ninja through my legs as I was walking <laughs> and like total gangbusters <clears throat> bum rushed on her. I was like, yeah, this is not going to work out. <laughs> why yeah. because she's possessive of this dude oh where are you gonna go yeah oh then you, you can you see his little there? mickey spot there um i saw that i was gonna there? say cow print mickey spot yeah yeah, yeah that's he, his mickey spot he, he's he's got a spot that looks like mickey mouse on the side of his uh on the side of his body but that's cool um it, it's it's because both of our cats are rescue cats you know, Mr. Lee, we, nice. went, we went to a no-kill spot, and actually, the story is really cool on, on Mr. Lee. Um, he had just turned one in... Actually, he just turned 12 this month. Uh, yeah. Ooh, old guy. Yep, he's a, he's a handsome silver fox. <laughs> <laughs> and Your cats definitely, definitely have uh, their share of food, don't they? Uh, yeah. Uh, look hefty. Uh, well, he he's hefty. Uh, he he's, he's he actually a... looks bigger than he is, and when you weigh him, he's about fourteen pounds. Does the camera add, add ten pounds for yeah. cats as well? I, I'm guessing so. <laughs> it's not because proportionate at all. It's just ten I, solid pounds. Because when we moved here, we had you know you got to take them in and get them all their shots and all of that business. And they yeah. weighed him, mm-hmm. and the the scale said twelve pounds. We're like, you guys didn't calibrate that scale right, because he ain't twelve. Pounds. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I would say maybe now he's fourteen, a, fifteen. Maybe about fourteen, fifteen. During the winters now, because we're here, they he really changes as opposed to back home where it's all one temperature. Yeah. But he actually, I know you it. can really see the difference between. I gotta brush him every day. As soon as I can tell when the seasons are start to change, starting to change, because I've gotta brush him like every day, and it's just they pull I gotta that thick, use yeah. thick coat in the winter, huh? He has a very even the the vet said that he has a very odd coat. Like he looks short hair, but his undercoat he ha- it's like crosshatch. Is he has like a Thick, strange, cross-hatched undercoat. Yeah, the the, the, it's the like one sounds like one gigantic dreadlock. <laughs> the the vet said he had chinchilla fur. <laughs> and, it, and it is. It's it sounds, it's, it's that soft. thick. It, it's super soft. He he really does have a really super soft. It's like a, a pad on his on his body. And pad. Yeah, it looks like he's gotten you know padding, but. <laughs> I thought you were. Are you petting like always pads when I'm my, my the pads in my bathroom when I'm not looking? <laughs> no, I wasn't going there. When I'm, well, the times that I I wasn't home, you're like they have wings. Yeah, he puts he puts them on his shoulders and drinks Red Bull. No, Red Bull no. gives me wings. I, I'm not like your. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not like your Mr. Pantyman ex that you had. He's not an ex. <laughs> it was just a f- fun time. Quotations. A friend <laughs> who had a. We had discussions about him before. A, a thing for her panties. No, he had a fetish for panties. <laughs> yeah. It, but uh, yeah. to each their own. But. Everyone um, has their freak flag. How Mr. Lee was found, though, was we, we went into this shelter, and there was cats everywhere. And him and my mom had decided on a tortie. She was absolutely adorable. She was super cute. And she was lying on my mom's lap. And she they, the, this place we went to, all the cats knew how to play it up. Like, they knew, like... People. And they you were want just to take gonna me uh, home. They they were just on you like flies on shit. And <laughs> as soon as you opened the door, you had the greeter sitting on the on the, the receptionist desk. Wow! Like, hello. <laughs> and then you had the yeah, one. I got. 
you had the one dude dude who had the tooth problem so he was still loaded so he was like the the Woodstock LSD dude he was like "Eh." (laughs) (laughs) and he wanted me to love like I want to love you but dude you're like drooling everywhere yeah I'm like oh (laughs) I love places like that you walk in the cats are like everywhere they they're so um they have such good personalities a lot of times you know um once they're not scared or skittish uh, none of them were and and greet you right away like just just like a dog uh yeah (laughs) and there were dogs too but so so mr lee was in there and so we never we didn't see him yeah we didn't see him at first and you know brandy's mom and i we we had found the one cat that we were absolutely loving on and they were but when i tried to she didn't respond to me i was like Uh, yeah and and by the way ladies and gentlemen we are a completely 420 friendly show though i am not allowed to partake because of my job anybody that's on the show including my other half (laughs) and our guests are absolutely welcome and encouraged to take a hit from the bowl Woo-hoo-hoo. It makes the conversations Ooh. way more fun. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you just heard. <laughs> and so, but Brandy's still walking around, walking around, walking around. And she shows shows her head at the edge of this counter, at the edge of this like bookshelf that was I in there. I go walking through and there was like the, you know, the metal file shelves. The metal file. So there's this basket, oh, yeah. this like wicker wicker basket that was all the way in the back in the corner, and I was like, mm. and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I was like, I got closer and I saw the tip of his ears. I just little saw these pink ears, two yeah. Ear, the two little peaks, <laughs> the twin peaks. So I got closer and I was like, hello. I'm like, hello, hello, and up he came. But his eyes, he was making squinty <laughs> eyes because he was sleeping. And then he slowly came out to the end of the, 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 to the edge of the file cabinet, which I was not much taller than. So <laughs> he came up to the edge and he put his foot, he put his, you know, when they do the head bonk, he put his head on my head and he didn't move. Stayed. Oh, he head butted you. Yeah. He, he, oh, he was he getting your... He, he didn't just over. headbutt me. He was me. hitting your mana. He didn't just headbutt me. He, <laughs> yeah, he was full on, just stuck, just stayed there. That's like the Polynesians do, right? They yeah. put their foreheads together and yeah. breathe in each other's breath. He was yeah. doing it to he you. D- yeah. So he just stayed there, and I was like, Gregory. I was like, Gregory. Because <laughs> I didn't move. I was like, any minute now, he's, he'll take his head off my head. Gregory, no, it Gregory didn't came up around the corner, and I was like, "Oh, I think I found one." <laughs> <laughs> and see now, they, they they had already had a name for the cat. His, uh, his name. Because his previous owners, um, he was he was dumped. He was abandoned. His previous owners. Was he an adult or was he, he had a just, teenage? About he had one just year. made one in that that June. Okay. We saw him at the at the beginning of July because I remember them saying, "Oh, he just turned one last month." Oh, but what they did, what his previous owners did when he was, I guess, of age to get fixed, of age to get fixed or whatever, they took him in to be um to to have be neutered and frontal declawed. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah! Frontal declawed, and then they left him. They left him, and then they. Mike, oh, that's Mike, like the worst. Leave Mike, him with no way to fend for himself. Yeah, my guess is that they they left him because they couldn't afford to pay the bill, and they you know mm. they they left they they went in to do the right thing and get him fixed, but not the frontal not declaw. the frontal declaw. But they went in to get him fixed and declawed, and then and then just like took off like. I, we can't pay so, that bill. So what what happened was the vet that they had took him to wasn't like a vet slash rescue. And apparently this vet was friends with the vet of the the rescue that we got him at called 
was him at the time and said, I have this, this cat here. He's domesticated. They took, you know, I frontal declawed him. I can't, I'm not going to take him to the humane society. They're going to, yeah, they they're just yeah, gonna, euthanize. They're just going to euthanize him. They're like, he's super sweet. He's a, you know, he's shy, whatever. So they took him and they only had him. They said they had him maybe for about three or four months. Yeah. Because he was stealthy. He would hide in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I um, I experienced that myself. I adopt a lot of cats out of my house. Um, I also provide a lot of kitty cats for toy dogs and for Pokey and PetSmart uh, charities and stuff. And so when I have people come through my house, um, I'm always kind of letting the cat choose the human uh, rather than the other way around. That's the way it's supposed to be. So I have the people sit down sit down and see what cat comes up to him. I say, here, here's a toy wand or whatever. And, um, and that's kind of what I, I try to do. Cause a lot of people will be drawn in by looking at a Siamese cat or one of those other popular uh, well, kitties. Uh, well, because they, they're pretty, but, they're, but they don't even, yeah, because they're pretty, but they don't even know the personality. So like I kind of evaluate link, the say, links point. What are you guys really, looking for? Mm -hmm. I, you know, I would love to have another links point Siamese, but if he doesn't want to be my friend, then, you know, right. Right. It's not going to work out. So, yeah. so well, and this, this cat, his, ahead, I'm sorry. His, his name, his name on the papers though was Atzel, which apparently that's it. That's uh, something <laughs> off of a per Peruvian god or something like that. Not Axel, not Axel no. like Axel oh. Rose, but Atzel like the <laughs> like the Peruvian god. And oh. A T Z E L. Right, and we're yep, like, no, yep, you're yep. not, you're not an Atzel. I mean, he had like this little tiny, and, and I hate to say it, but Asian eyes and little tiny head, big yep, body. He does, and and so and you know, and we called him by his given name, and he wouldn't even respond. He wasn't even didn't responding. give a damn. He wasn't yeah. responding to his given name. We're like, so so Brandy's Brandy's middle name, my middle name, and Brandy's mom's middle name is. Lee. And now when you, you, you know, when you make jokes amongst yourself and, you know, before all this severe political correctness, you talk about Mr. Lee in Chinatown. In Chinatown. <laughs> right. And, and there's actually a song in Hawaii. The, the Mr. Sancho Lee. Yeah, there's a song in Hawaii. Mr. Sancho like, Lee. Exactly. Lai Chi. Yeah, that, that one. Mm -hmm. And so ladies and gentlemen, we were... it is Lai Chi, not Lee Chi. Anyway, <laughs> so we were only planning on Mr. Lee and the way we spelled it was M I S. you know how you see how we spell it. M I S T A. Now, Mista. Yeah. Mista <laughs> Lee. That's Mr. Lee. And then my friend posts in his light, lives in his lychee tree. And I was like, there you go. That's his whole it, name. Yeah. His name on, on his official name on paper on his chip is Mr. Sancholi. Mr. Sancholi Cibresos Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I named mine like I try to name mine very sweet and confectionary names, very adoptable names when I get them, um, make them very marketable. I kind of treat the kitties. I mean, I love them and and I have a sensitive spot, but I also kind of try to. Um, give myself a little distance to them because um, you, you know so you getting them get adopted out is tough. Yes, that's it right there. Oh, Brandy can't um, work at it. The first at a couple shelter. times I was, yeah, the first couple times I was bawling, like you know, <laughs> blubbering in PetSmart trying to hand over five kittens is really <laughs> tough and degrading to my own personal. <laughs> you know, I felt dumb, but. Uh, I've learned now to kind of put up a shield, but I give them just as much love, but I also always keep in the forefront of my mind that these are for other people. I'm doing a service to the community. I'm trying to help other people right. uh, get a companion right. and that sort of stuff. So um, I love the rescue world and stuff. I actually got into rescue because a very similar story to, to his. Um, I uh, went to the Wine and Mean Society and I asked for, I wanted to get a cat for Jessica for Valentine's Day. And we had both talked about it and it was on our list of things to do and we just had never done it. So I went to go and ask them. They said they didn't have any. And I said, well, can I leave your number? So if you guys find one or some comes in that you can let me know. And they said, well, it's not kitten season. Wait for another month or two. I said, okay, that's fine. 
So I left and on the way back to work, because uh, it was at my lunch, they called me and said, one just came in, but he's like a preemie. And um, mm. he out, and so I was like, no way. So I came in, he still had like little umbilicals attached and stuff. Oh. And, um, and they named him Dakota, which I quickly changed because that he didn't fit Dakota. And so um, he had all these, he has two little black ears and then a black tail. He kind of looks like a devil. Um, but uh, I ended up calling patches because he's got patches of black and white. And so um, he actually, knowing knowing that they were going to euthanize him because he was just because he was underweight, I started looking more about the policies. Yeah, they don't No, it's, they have to be over. They have to be over two pounds. So anything under two oh. pounds, which is roughly two months old, um, will, they'll be unfortunately euthanized. But uh, as a caveat, I'd like to say that um, Humane Society has gone through a lot of changes and they have oh, new yeah. administration stuff. So um, hopefully I think that a lot of that stuff, the, the culture is changing there. So um, I know I sound brutal when I'm talking about them euthanizing and stuff, but hopefully that's changing. The policies will change there. I'm hopeful. Right, right. No, and and we all are yeah. actually, uh, because uh, both of our cats, like I said, are rescue, and yep. And, well, Mafetite wasn't a rescue. She just cruised. Up, somebody dumped her. Oh yeah, no, and, and yeah. to me, that's still a rescue. That's a rescue. Yeah, it's definitely a rescue. <laughs> somebody had dumped her because you know, um, mm -hmm. the the uh, the zippies in Wyal, where the power plant is, as you're oh, going. Oh right, right. Like, and there's that that car lot and whatnot and the Easy Music Center. Well, he used to be the security guard for that area. Yeah, right right across yep. the street. There's a used car lot. Yeah. So anyway, I remember where that is. Yeah. So the house and that little auto shop that's there. There's a feral community over there, and I don't know if the old lady is still alive because she was actually really old. But um. And we were going to get one from her, you know, because we were talking about, you know, getting a friend for Mr. Lee. And um, we were going to get one from her. But the one that we decided she's a uh, that was like super, super friendly. You could tell it had an upper respiratory infection. Cause yeah, I, right, I, right. yeah, I could hear I could hear the gurgling. So yep. she goes, she goes, well, let me take take her in. Wasn't her. Hurt? Let me take her in. And if you don't see her again, you'll know why. I was like, oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. Oh, boy. But she was yeah. so sweet. But And then and then we didn't see her again. So we're like, oh, I guess, I guess it, you know, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't good. So now you can tell, but you're part of the story. <laughs> Okay, so for, for like seven years, I did security in Hawaii. Now that I'm moving to Vegas and, and now I'm driving buses, so completely different on all accounts. I mean, I couldn't grow this beautiful, luscious beard that I okay, have now. Okay, that's not part of her story. But <laughs> giving him a chance to take a hit from the bowl. Um, <laughs> His ears don't start, stop working. <laughs> but... While I'm sitting at the lot one night, and one of my regular stops there was I would stop at Taco Bell on my way into my way into work because the lot that lot was walking distance from from where we were living. So I would walk down the street, stop at Taco Bell. I would pick up some food, and then that would be what I would eat at lunch. And security is real lonely work. I mean, it, it's yeah. You know, I tell people a, a, a good night is a quiet night because that that's a boring night because when it's a bat when it's a active night when you got a lot of stuff to do that means somebody's been hurt some property's been damaged etc 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 so you know it was a quiet night and i'm sitting there just breaking into my taco bell and up trots this little kitten like out of nowhere this orange skinny little runt of a kitten no seriously she was maybe just going into her fifth month. Yeah, like right at her first peak. Either just passed or she was about to have her we first We figured peak. out, I, we kind of figured out why she got dumped. Because. Oh. Probably had her first heat because. And they couldn't stand. She wasn't, uh. she wasn't one of those that, 
that has the sexy heat sound. Oh, that no. make the sexy heat sounds like she yells. No, she <laughs> sounds like freaking Scuttle from the Little Mermaid. <laughs> exactly. It was like honk, honk, honk. I went oh, the first man. time she did it, and it was two weeks after we got her. We were like, it was in the middle of the night, and we're all dead asleep. We we're like. I didn't get good sleep that week. I really didn't get good sleep that week. Yeah. And you know, I do a lot of I do a lot of feral conversions, and that's one of the things they tell you is when you bring them inside the house, they'll yowl and howl and uh you know once you let out because they're they're used to roaming at night. And so Mm -hmm. now you're changing everything in their life and until they forget about that outdoor stuff. She had to have been inside. Yeah, she was totally oh, yeah? an inside cat. Mm. No, because she walked right up to me, begged food. Oh yeah, mow 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 mow. Like like she had a full conversation with me to get some some damn tortillas and cheese, and <laughs> <laughs> so because I had like the Mexican, uh, not the uh, the, the Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah. So I used to sure. like peel off you know the melty cheese with the tortilla, and she loved that. And of course, I love that too. Uh, right. And and so I get that. How much you did? I got it, and I I I gave her a little bit, and she ate it right up, and she was still hanging out by me. So I was like, I I made a phone call. I was like, hey, Brandy, and I sent her a picture. I still got this picture to this day because you know it was a real grainy old camera, or old phone. But I call up Brandy. I was like, hey, Brandy, can you come out here with some cat food? I got a little stray that like, came up what? and begged food. You feel food. like snacking on some cat food? Oh. I, I got a cat that came up and, and, and was, was real hungry and wanted some food and is letting me feed it. And That's she's cool. like, she's like, okay. And then she comes out with the, with a bowl full of cat food. Well, first he, I was like, uh, I don't want to get attached. And then he sends me the picture and I was like, okay, that's dick. <laughs> yeah, that's a deal right there. I was like, that's dick. Yep. Yep. I, I, I am such the con person. So I come over, because it's only like a five-minute drive away. Right. I come over, I come outside, I sit down on the stairs, and she's all coming up to me. This is how she conned me. <laughs> she came, and she's giving me loves, and I put down some dry food for her, and then I brought a little Tupperware, and I put water, and loving on me, and... All kinds of stuff. <laughs> and then he's all, what do you think? Should we bring her home? And so I pick her up and I look at her because I wanted to see if she was dirty or if she had fleas. Because if she had fleas, I was going to be like, dude, we're going to have to. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, we're going to have to. Business walk. Here. Yeah, yeah, she got Ooh. fleas. She was too clean. You know, like She's how spotless. outside they oh, get, yeah. they get yeah, that, yeah. that dust ring on there sure. she was because her paws are white she was white fresh dump she was a fresh dump. she was oh, a fresh, fresh dump. dump white i picked her up you know went backwards on her fur everywhere nothing no nope. i yeah. smelled her she smelled like shampoo oh suck man you're punks i was they like even get him they should just got her spayed you know exactly and they have the 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 you know their their loss your treasure they have the discounts you know when they do the the assembly line ones and you know Uh uh it's and i was like okay we cannot leave her here she's not used to to being outside that's why she came up to you she she wouldn't have survived on the outside she was not feral at all right so this person the, the people who dumped her knew that there was a feral community over there and they dumped her there so I was like, um, I, that's a reason I'm really worried to tell people and have people at my house. A lot of times I try to go <laughs> offsite now because people, no, I'm serious. I have you know, people will come by and dump their cat at your front step, knowing that this oh, guy's yeah. compassionate. He'll take him in and, right. you know, oh, he's watching over this colony. He's at least feeding them, you know. And, and, and we and, know you, you, you're too much of a sucker. You'll actually take them in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've got. I've been working with lots of different organizations that have helped me uh, promote and adopt out my kittens. And so um, I, I'll try to save every life that I can. 
and it's almost to my detriment. You know, I end up <laughs> sinking a lot of money into kitties that have a chance, but probably not that good of a chance. And I'm like, well, I want to give it the old college try, but right. Um, you know, I, I have a, I, I like to, to help the ones that are the most needy, you know, um, there's a whole group of people that feed feral cats and that's their thing. They're like feeders. They go around and they buy 50 pound bags of cat kibble oh, and yeah. go around to like 10 but they don't bother to do to, they don't bother to do the TNR. There, there's some, right. There's we're, some we're trying to change that culture. I'm working real hard to, to, with other people to help change that culture. I've been going out trapping last couple nights and, um, you know, trying all these different tactics to catch the kitties. It's, it's kind of like a sport for me now. It's like hunting. I know, because they're like way. smart. <laughs> they catch on to that I'm shit. I'm them balls. <laughs> balls <in> those ovaries. <laughs> right? Um, I'm going to yeah. get that hysterectomy, bitch. That's right. That's yeah, right. no, and, and you know the funny part though is that Mopakit, that that's that's the little orange kitty that came up to me in the lot. She knew exactly how to con Brandy. She knew exactly, <laughs> like she gave exactly enough love to get Brandy to take her home. And then we Sucka. were, and then we were afraid how <laughs> Mister Lee would go because he's actually used to. In the shelter had all the other cats and there was dogs just, you know, all roaming together. And we had <clears throat> house-sitted our friend's house who had a dog and another cat, which became his girlfriend. Right. <laughs> which he can't do anything with because he has empty hair sacks anyway. But still. That doesn't mean the urge ever went away. But because he likes to have... Random sexy time. Apparently, Ma Petite looks extremely sexy while she's she's eating. <laughs> well, you gotta so, take advantage. You're sitting still. Uh, oh, so, oh. But he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know that he's sub, he's supposed <laughs> to he's supposed to crouch down. Even when she was going into heat, like he goes, "Okay, I know oh. I'm supposed to mount you this way, and then I'm supposed to bite you on the back of your neck." And he see you see his tail <laughs> jiggling and the his back legs jiggling and the sacks jiggling, but he doesn't know that he's supposed to crouch down and she's <laughs> she's all up in position and, and I'm like, Mr. Lee, what are you doing? You don't even know what to do. Oh man, I don't have any cats that do that. I think um I have all male cats by by just the luck of the draw, believe it or not. I have um um ten of my own or yeah, ten of my own adopted cats. Oh, those are the ones that are not, You're up to 10 get... now? Yeah, well, <laughs> some of them I take in. And, um, I mean, they, they all have their own story, too, just like your guys' does. But I have some that I take in, and I see that a cat's injured, right, and not walking on a paw mm. or something. So I cat trap it, get it help. And then when I'm in the process of getting it help, I find out that's like FIV positive, which is like oh, HIV, but yeah. for kittens. And um, it's, you know, it's got an upper respiratory infection. It's got its teeth rotting out of its head. It's about to die. So I'm like, you know what? Let's do some medical stuff on it. Let's get it comfortable. And then he can live out his days here as opposed to being on the street where death would be certain. Right, right. Especially when you're halfway in on a cat. You might as well just go and and make it comfortable and give it a spot. Right. You you mentioned to me when we were were talking about doing the episode that um, if people wanted to, they could see the pictures of your kitties. And where can they find that? Well, I um, put a lot on my Instagram. Um, you can find me at 808 Thompson, 808 T H O M P S O N, and you'll see lots of cute kitty pictures and stuff. Um, every time I, not every time, but often when I get an adoption, I'll make a cute little collage and I'll put them on there, and you'll see all my special needs cats that I've got. I've got ones that uh, have uh, toxoplasmosis, so they don't have control of their their walking function, so they just bounce around a bunch. It's pretty cute, but kind of sad to watch. Um, right. I've got like. Um, fer- complete ferals, ones that are like old feral cats that have gotten 100% rehabilitated into house cats, which is a pretty rare occurrence when they're that old. And then, um, you know, all those kind of cats and stories and stuff I post on there. So you can find me at 808 Thompson on Instagram, probably the best route. But um, and- I work with all different rescue groups um, from Humane Society and then all the smaller nonprofits as well, all of them on the island. So. Um, I know you I'm do kind of poi and involved. I know you do the uh, popoki and poi dogs. 
Yeah, Poi Dogs with the Pokey is a big, uh, one of the biggest ones I do, I work with. I provide them a lot of kitties that they put into the PetSmart kennels. And so you can go into PetSmart and a lot of the kitty cats in PetSmart Honolulu end up being the ones that were at my house. So they hold about 12 cats at a time. I think I've got um, eight, eight or nine in there right now that, that were previously fostered by me. So oh. um, I really have my hands deep in it. I got volunteers that come over and everything else. I work with, um, there's a lot of great rescue groups. If you ever find a stray cat or if you don't know what to do about a, a situation with your cat, there's a lot of great um, local groups on Oahu. Um, cat People of Oahu is one, Catopia Hawaii, Poi Dogs and Popoki we just mentioned. Um, cat Charities is also a really good one. Um, and they all have structure to help you get your pet spay neutered if you can't afford it. Um, and help out with any kind of miscellaneous cat issues you have. So I always tell people to seek out help with their own cat online on Facebook groups. Yeah. What happened to Boris? Boris? Which Boris are you talking about? I've had the, three Boris the gray, in the last six the months. The gray kitten Boris. Oh, Boris. Oh, sweet Boris. So um, Boris was born with malfunctioning legs, and they were kind of all over the place like a wishbone. And... Um, they were, you know, getting him to a stable spot in his life where he could get um, all of that taken care of. And he was going to get him amputated so they didn't catch on stuff. And then just he would have a wheelchair. And um, cats are extremely elastic. They they bounce back so quickly, even if they have like a missing limb or something. So he had high hopes for him. He was really healthy and everything was fine. Um, and then Boris started throwing up um, some like white foam or something. And they mm. took him to the vet. And he went into a respiratory distress, and unfortunately, they he didn't make it. So we were really shocked, I guess, because he was doing so well. I had seen him the day before and picked him up and played with him and took Aww. silly pictures with him. And um, it was crushing because he has, like, a little little audience on Instagram. Um, Aloha, uh, what is it, uh, Boris and his Aloha Life, I yeah. guess it is, on Instagram. And um, it's really sad to see his passing because he was doing so well, and it was kind of sudden and out of out of the ordinary. But and then there's you know Bor you... Boris the Blade. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, and I have one at my house. Uh, this one's near and dear to my heart. Boris the Blade came off the rough streets of Kalihi. Um, they called Boris the Blade because he would cross the street and everybody would part, and, and everybody would run across the road to get away from him. He was the meanest cat, and. Um, he, when he ate, he would yowl and, and get ticked off at people and stuff. And I took him in because they thought he was blind and deaf. He was walking around running into stuff. Um, he was living down inside of a storm drain. Um, so he had parasites from the raw sewage. Aww. He had um, eye problems. He can only, he doesn't have very good peripheral. He, he hears, but not very well. Um, <laughs> and he had like hair falling off of him. Oh this, my um, goodness. He was just a hot mess. And so like I talked about, I like to take the really challenging, tough ones and try to help them out. And my whole thought was, get this guy some help and then, you know, hold him for two weeks and then re release him back to his habitat because he's got thick old skin because he's an old Tom and everything. And um, so we got him in We um, and they went to do to take his balls and they said, <laughs> he's too sick. He can't take his balls. I said, okay, so, well, we'll, we'll do whatever we can do. <laughs> yeah, so. He's so exactly. sick he gets he to keep his balls, yeah. Yeah, he had a lot of issues going down, and so he had the upper respiratory, and he couldn't breathe, he couldn't see, he couldn't hear. It was in rough shape, so I took him under my wing and just basically, um, they sedated him, um, trimmed his nails so I could handle him a little bit better. They gave him flea tick. Um, treatment. Um, they tried to treat his mange, his ears, his eyes. Um, <laughs> and they took a look at his teeth and they realized his teeth, he needed 16 of them extracted. They're all rotten. Oh, and so we've gone down this long path with this cat. And um, after he got healthy enough, he went under surgery, got his balls and his teeth taken all at one <laughs> shot. And so I have no nuts and I can't chew. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, I had. I've now had him for four months and he's become totally, um, he's gone from feral to fabulous. Oh, he <laughs> he's a great cat and he'll be up for adoption soon. So he'll probably go into the Popoki and tea. Um, it's a tea cafe that 
Candles Cats at the uh-huh. Cat Cafe. Um, and it's on uh, right across from the Fender Works in, uh, what is it, on Wailai Ave in Kaimuki. And that's do, where Boris will do go. Do you really want to put him up for adoption? <laughs> well, if I put him up for adoption, that leaves room for, you know, potentially True. four to five other kittens that no. I could take on. Because one cat takes <laughs> right. up a large space compared to um, um, the kittens. Uh, right now it's kitten season. So oh, I'm trying yeah. to um, get out with the kitties that I've converted and get in the kitten game a bit more. He's right. been so. seeing. He's been seeing them going on his night walks. They're all. They're like all on the side. Yeah, it's it's absolutely Doctor. crazy. And you know, uh, a cat can produce one hundred forty four thousand cats from did one just, mom. Did, did that notice just in... say that they passed the ending of Obamacare? Did your notice just freaking say that? I I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to look Dude. that up. Anyway, we're, I hope we're, not. we're staying away from the political side of this. We really, we really try to stay away from the political side of this. And and as much as I give yeah, props tough. for the Vegas Golden Knights, I love the Vegas Golden Knights, but I know next to nothing about hockey. So one day maybe I'll get <laughs> I'll get some knowledge about hockey, but I don't know much about that. Well. This is my Vegas Golden Knight shot, shirt I got when I went to the arena and watched the Blues play my team, Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, um, I, uh, I, but I love the Vegas Golden Knights. I love the arena. I love the atmosphere there. It's unlike any other arena I've been in. Um, the team kicks ass. Uh, a lot of your players on your team um, have some affiliation with St. Louis. Uh, Ryan Reeves, who just signed a two-year contract with Vegas. He um, he's one of my all-time favorites enforcers. He's just got that wit and that um, he's just got that spark, you know. He just enough like talking shit, you know, to people <laughs> um, <laughs> that he doesn't become cocky and annoying, you know. He's just uh, a great player, and um, I really enjoy watching Vegas play. I do. I watch him every time I get a chance on TV. Right. Um, and uh, so I love to come to Vegas. I I try to come to Vegas about once every year or two. Um, just because I like to go and gamble a little bit. And, Can't um, do it now. Usually a direct flight. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Well, I'll be patient. I'll wait. I'll wear my mask. I'll I mean, because the experts recommend, you know, some of the some of the locals, like a, a, a few of friends of ours, were like, you know, we we got this really gut feeling that we're gonna have to go to a second lockdown. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of scary right now with everything if, with everything jumping back up and and now it's going to be a week or two before this actually posts and 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 people get to hear it. But by then, uh, I, I'm we've sure got, people will see the numbers. We've, but still, we've how close to how much do we have the other day? Well, we're averaging about five. We had like one really sharp. That one day. spike, that one yeah, big spike day was... We're, we're averaging about 500 people a day. New cases. Right here on Oahu, or in Hawaii, I think we're averaging like between 16, 17, 18, up to like 25 a day. I think we spiked to 25 now. Um, and a lot of times it's, you know, heavy on Oahu. Uh, Oahu being the most populated island is easier to transmit. Um, you know, we're just trying to... I think Hawaii has been awesome. Um, they've taken it more seriously than a lot of other places in the country I've seen, but um, like I haven't seen anybody without a mask on inside of a store yet. And where I see people on Facebook, they're camping with huge groups of people. They're walking around in stores and stuff, and, and they're in different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. I think everybody needs to realize that different parts have are affected differently, and so I try to keep right. that in consideration. But Man, I, I tell you what, like wearing a mask is such an easy, easy thing to do for and saving the people, lives. And the know, people, the people, so simple. The people trying to say, I have asthma, I have this. It lowers my blood oxygen rate. It is, it's, it's BS. And okay, so yeah, and I just say like, like not even addressing it, whether it's BS or not. I just be like, you know what, that's fine. But can you just have your husband or your spouse or your or whoever else go in for you? You know, do you have to be the one that has to go into that establishment? You know, I, I have not left the house in four and a half months. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, I said it on my, my rant. It, it, it's turning into a form of a vote, a vogabobia, a vogabobia, <laughs> a vogabobia. I knew exactly what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> Agoraphobia, because I mean, like, I don't even walk to the mailbox. I don't even walk yeah. outside my door, outside my door. Yeah. Like, like the most I'll do to open my door is to pick up the box that Amazon <laughs> dropped out. And, and, I, there's and, lots of people telling me to Lysol the Amazon box before we do. We do. We do. Oh, do you? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because. Do you have, uh, Greg, do you have um, like a process when you come home uh, in order to help keep Brandy safe? <laughs> Uh, yeah, actually, because because I I have an essential uh, job, uh, being a being public transportation. We are essential essential employees. We we keep people going to work that are going to work. We keep you know. And the it city was moving. actually a slight argument in the beginning. He goes, "I'm not gonna let you know." I I, I was like, "No," and I I just kind of had to lay down the bitch law. (laughs) I said, you come in the door, you spray the doorknob, you take off your shoes, you spray your shoes, you go and stand in front of the the washer and you strip naked and you put everything (laughs) into the washer. She gets to see me cock the swinging every night. And you take you take your cocks of flopping ass into the shower and you wash you take a shower and scrub it scrub wash it all COVID down the drain. Scrub That's it all. Right. I said you don't touch nothing, you don't touch the cats, nothing. And then when you're done with that, then you can go love on your, your mappatoot and then you can come to my, my room and talk to me. I mean, there's no talking. I mean, like talking from out here by the door where he's far away from me, then that's fine. But he's not allowed to come anywhere near me. Uh, yeah. Do you guys know anybody that's been personally affected by COVID? Several. Anybody that's contracted it? Yeah. Several. I've got about eight people now on my friends list who have had it or their spouse that I don't know uh, has had it. So they're directly affected. So my... it's just crazy. that. um how it's kind of spreading and I thought, oh, look, there's one person I know that had it and now it's up to eight already and they're all my, in different parts of the country. My sister was this close to contracting it. She had a massive Ooh. upper respiratory infection. Right. It, it, it was It infected. got really, really bad, bad. They told her, you are this close. And, and what's worse is her sister was that close, but her sons actually contracted it. My uh, Yeah, my nephews got it. In Colorado, my sister oh. is back home in Oahu. Yeah. And then my best, one of my BFFs, one of my best friends, she got it from the very beginning, and she's in Texas. Yeah. And now Ooh. she's in the same boat as me because she got it from the very beginning. It took her two months with the, because they had her, she didn't have to go with the ventilator, but she had a um. What's that machine? Like the extra the, the, oxygen, the, the, the oxygen mask, yeah. The, yeah. the oxygen mask. Yeah. yeah. Or the, sure. or like the ones for um people with asthma. Yeah. What the hell is that? Anyway, you know what I mean. But um because she didn't have a fever, they told her to just quarantine herself at home. But right. it took her right. two months. Right. It took her two months to, to clear. Yeah. My nephews, it took them one month to clear all that fluid out of that out of their lungs. My one nephew. Is it easy to get a? Is it easy to get a test in Vegas? Uh, if I need to, yeah, actually, it is pretty easy to get a test, especially with my work. The, um, if it's suspected that I, if if it's suspected that I'm I'm a carrier or whatever like that, or if they find out he was exposed to someone, they'll send me right away to get it to get checked. So, but they're not doing it for people that are just like paranoid, right? Right. They're they're only if you're showing sure, symptoms sure. or you or you've been exposed. Yeah. So so um my friend that, that took the two months, she's she's like we call each other mama. She's a mama. 
She goes, I'm in the same boat as you. She goes, I am scared to death to leave the house because I don't want, I'm so afraid I'm going to, I'll get it again because yeah. there are people yeah. who are getting it again because they think they some... say that you you only have the antibodies for a short time exactly. afterwards and then you can get it again exactly so you're immune for a short time and it varies with each person i haven't figured it out yet i saw that in a, yeah. a, a research journal i was looking at and my nephew he was you know keep you know calling you know mommy's mommy's boy he's a total mommy's boy and she's all calling them the whole time because they didn't get to the point where they had to go into the hospital, but they were bad. Right. And they should have gone to the hospital, but well, thank goodness. Yeah. He said it literally felt like he was drowning in his own fluid. Yeah. And, and like Ooh. I've, I've had three of my coworkers that were tested positive. Yeah. So when I, when I have, like my oh, friend, wow. my friends who live in rural BFE, Missouri, talking about, I don't know anybody who's had, you know, you you heard me in the rant. I don't know anybody who has COVID, you know, just because the government told you to wear a mask. If the yeah. government told you to suck a dick, would you suck a dick too? And I was like, just because you're in the middle of, <laughs> of, of, of fucking the fields of rolls of hay in rural BFE, <laughs> it just hasn't, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It just means that it didn't get to you yet. And, and, and for everybody's information, <laughs> if sucking a dick would save Brandy's life, guess who's I would swallowing buy, the cock? I would buy knee pads. I'd be ready. I had, I'd have gear. I'd, you know, lip, lip balm. <laughs> it it would like, save her life. Do jaw, I fucking... do jaw exercises. <laughs> I'm dropping, you know, that, that's all there is to it. Because it's in order to save somebody's <laughs> life, sucking a dick is a small fucking price. You know? <laughs> but... And now she's got the image. <laughs> Just walking around. <laughs> you know, get get two skateboards and like <laughs> Jimmy rig them together so you can just walk around. Like, what are you doing? I'm going hawking. I'm going hawking. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you wouldn't see any man complaining. Oh, right. I <laughs> suck my dick. It, it would be like I'll it would be like you know. It would, take one <laughs> it'd be like Terminator. You know, it's like suck my cock if you want to live. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. There is something seriously wrong with us. But I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's the price to pay, you know. Uh, right. right. It, it's a tough price, but you know, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I get so angry. It's just a stinking piece of cloth that you have to wear during the time that you're out. It, you it, it close to many other people. 24-7. Yeah, they're not they're not telling you to wear it, you know, when you're in your house. They're not saying even when you walk out your door. They're saying when you go into a place where you can't maintain social distancing, put on a mask. Any piece of cloth will do. Just, just I'm sure we've all seen the cloth. viral video of the lady. Oh, which one? I'm, I'm sure we've seen the viral video of the lady who um, was sc screaming about the mask at the city council meeting or whatever. And uh, oh, the one that said that the... all these people are going to be arrested and. Did you see the you one know, that's... the devil's laws and all this kind of stuff? <laughs> Did you see the other lady? I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't wear underwear. Things need to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> she was at that same. Oh, she was at that that's same. Hilarious. Congress thing. She says honestly. The logic. The logic. Exactly. Decision doesn't add up and everybody was like you could <laughs> yeah. hear the everybody oh goodness like nobody laughed but it was uh 
everybody went you could feel the energy in the room no everybody went <laughs> went and it was so loud right. because everybody went it, it was the whole room took that collective what <laughs> i don't wear a mask for the same reason i don't wear underwear oh, things need to breathe i was like you know, some of these some of these Karens just don't have anything else to do, and then they whip themselves up about it, and you know, it just becomes blown out of proportion. And I, I think everybody has a little bit of that in them somewhere, but uh, you know, I wish they'd have friends that would back them off the mic before they got up there. Right, right. Where where was her That's friend that that stepped up and said, "Uh, do you really want to say that? You really don't want right? to say that." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, hey, let's think about this and write down a structured argument with. You know, with cited sources instead of you know going crazy now. Like now, people. when we leave, but, if uh, somebody walks next to you, they're gonna try and take a big whiff. Or, or, or <laughs> there'll be people that'll be wanting to be like, so, so, uh, so, you, you really not wearing anything? Can I see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some freaks out there. They're gonna be like, right, hey, right. You wanna there, wear a mask and we can get down and dirty? There, there's actually a car right around the block at our at, by our place that has a sticker that says, "If you're sick, if you're sick, stay home. If you're thick, come over." Like, <laughs> there you go. I, I'm like, but how do you know that this person isn't oh, sick man. and just isn't having symptoms? I'm like, what? Yeah, well, you know, I've been seeing, um, I've, I've been also seeing a crazy trend happening, and um, that's like starting to, people starting to profit off of the COVID thing because mm. it's been right. a few months now and it's normalized now. And there's, um, you know, whether it's funding scams to help, you know, keep your business open or um, given fake, fake kind of um, masks or fake, you know, what a PPE that's not certified to mm -hmm. stop anything right. or, um, you know, this kind of thing, people are doing all types of COVID scams now, and it's kind of sad to see it happening. But my Facebook is flooded with um, offers for, for people uh, selling masks now because anybody can make them. And so, like, right. And, and, and you know what? Honestly, honestly, out. any mask will, will help, though, because and this is what a lot of people need to understand, that the main purpose of, of the mask is not to protect the wearer. It's not to protect the wearer at all. It is to protect the people around the wearer. So if you're if you're asymptomatic, if you have this virus and you don't know it, you can be contagious. And wearing the mask prevents other people from from getting it. And it can be anything. It's the the whole point of the mask is to prevent the droplets from escaping your mouth and your nose. That's the whole point. Well, I like the whole pee analogy. You know, the whole, have you seen the pee your pants analogy of that? I, I if have. If you're wearing a pair of pants hilarious. and you pee your pants. That... <laughs> yeah. If you're not yeah, wearing a pair of pants, it's going to get all over everybody. It makes it simple to understand. Yeah. And, 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 right. and, and it's a point of any mask will do. We, I, I use the, um, the big, the ones that are kind of like sleeves. Yep. The sock. The, the sock thing that goes over because, mm -hmm. because with me, with my beard, it's it's way more comfortable because I have a beard that goes down to my damn nipples. You know, it, it's yeah. You know, I've I've passed Gandalf. I, I I'm well on my way to wizard. Um, I'm so glad you said nipples. <laughs> I was expecting yep. something else. Oh oh no th no that yeah, that was that, 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 uh, that would be Dumbledore because in in the Harry Potter books Dumbledore's beard is down to his belt. So now you're at Gandalf. I'm past Gandalf. I'm like between Gandalf and Dumbledore. So you're at Hagrid then. I'm at Hagrid. Okay. I, I'll I'll take Hagrid. Okay. Hagrid is good. Right. Although oh, I'm like not as big as Hagrid. I like the ZZ Top. Like that sexy Hagrid picture I sent you. <laughs> oh, that was disturbing. I'll send it to you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, the sexy Hagrid. Sexy yeah. Hagrid. So okay, now now we always do try to uh, do two episodes at once, but we are nearing the end of one episode, and we we've hit that that one hour mark, and and you see how easy this is for us to do here, Chris, because um, it's just a conversation. Yeah, it's easy to banter. <laughs> so I am going to actually hit the uh, hit the little music here to start bringing in the end of it if you do want to check us out uh head up our our facebook 
It's uh, Squirrel Tangent doc, uh, the Squirrel Tangent on Facebook. You can search us actually on any uh, search engine. Find us. You can find Chris. Where was that again? 808 Thompson again on on uh, Instagram. Yeah, 808 Thompson on Instagram, or you can find me through probably Squirrel Tangent. Uh, looking through their friends list or whatever, probably look through there. Uh, Chris Thompson on that on Facebook. But there's bazillions of Chris Thompsons, so you won't find them. <laughs> yeah. Through a friends list. You, you, a friends you, list. You're, you're a special kind of Chris. And ladies and gentlemen, aloha. That's right.